0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales and marketing coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, But inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails, and those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers and sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to utilize her intuition so that she can fully support her clients to better understand themselves and fully connect to their life's purpose. So I am super excited to introduce Monica Monk. Now, Monica is an intimacy and sensuality coach and the founder of Twisted Intimacy, which was born when she wanted to blend her knowledge of sexual health with body movement into workshops and classes. Now, her goal for Twisted Intimacy is to share her knowledge and techniques about intimacy, love, and sensuality. Monica is a certified sexual health professional from Indiana University, a certified level two Reiki healer, and certified in several sensual body movement modalities, including 1.0 liquid motion and liquid pole. Now, our interests include crocheting, playing video games, pole dancing, and watching movies. Well, welcome, Monica. I am so excited to have you as my guest today.
1: Yes. Thank you for inviting me on and having me, Wendy. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I just love how you're helping people to gain that deeper understanding and connection with their inner strengths through better understanding their their own love and sensuality. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yes, I'm really excited to talk about it. (laughs) All right. So Monica, always top of my question for me is exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? So for me, it,
1: it all started with me being on my healing journey after a five-year um, breakup. I was in a relationship and was really lost. And there there's not a lot of people out there or coaches or programs out there that really help you navigate how to feel and how to find yourself again. Mm. So I started going on that journey on my own. And as I started getting more in tune with myself and understanding my body and just focusing more on like how I communicate and things of that nature, I literally, like I was in a yoga class and I slapped the floor (laughs) and this came to me as a business idea because i was just like okay i can do this like because nobody ever tell like people have like they may may have your movement classes like yoga or like your twerk classes things like that or they have like um classes on intimacy or even like uh, sex coaching classes those type of things right but no one that i saw at the time blended the two because right. I saw how it's all connected, right?
0: Yeah. You had a completely uh, like an epiphany. Sounds like, yeah. Oh yeah. yes. Like, yeah. Like you struck my brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And obviously it was your own painful journey that led you to, to that moment. But just because you had that epiphany doesn't mean that poof, there's, there's a business. It, it takes a lot of courage to mm-hmm. then venture out on your own and, and create that business where you're serving others. So, yeah, I love that. So how long have you had your coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved during that time? Oh, yes.
1: Um, I actually call my, co- uh, my business a COVID bi- business because I, um, <laughs> this was founded during COVID. <laughs> okay, Right. And um, yeah, I would say my approach to the way I do my coaching especially has changed since um, since I started this business. I was trying to tackle this business as if I were a fitness type of coach. Mm. And for what I'm doing in particular, I cannot do that because I don't just focus on the physical body. I focus on m- mental and also emotional and spiritual as well. Mm. So I have to approach it approach my business now in a way where it's like, hey, here's information. I need you to trust me and knowing that this is something you probably never put never connect together and have introduced techniques and uh routines that are really different than what you may hear other people say. And that's like how I found my footing in this mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm.
0: right right just kind of changing uh, I call that a disruptor right to mm-hmm. kind of stop that that oh yeah no I know that or oh I already heard that or you know no uh, this is different mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not this is innovative
1: unique, right
0: <laughs> fresh refreshing so yeah I love that so shifting from then a kind of a physical fitness perspective into more of a holistic, it sounds like. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. Now, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges you've had to overcome along the way in building your business? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think it's no surprise. Beach. Right. <laughs> I did
0: to talk to any entrepreneur that actually everything just went perfectly, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, let me meet them. <laughs> I need I need the tips. But for me, I think the biggest uh challenge that I faced was trying to convince people that were not my target audience mm-hmm. about what my business is and and what I do. Um mm-hmm. I had to learn that I'm not for everybody and that is okay. <laughs> that is That's, perfectly fine. Right. And, I know that a lot of the things that I talk about may seem taboo, but they're really not like, for instance, with intimacy, a lot of people equate that to just being only connected to sex. And if you look up the textbook definition of intimacy, it does not say that it actually means a closeness or familiarity. Mm -hmm. And I take it a step further and define it as being able to be vulnerable with yourself. So when you think of it like that, right. a lot of people are scared of themselves. They're scared to look in the mirror and to face their shadows. And that's what, why I'm here. I'm here to help uh, ask the right questions and point to the root causes of things, not in the terms of saying I'm a therapist or a counselor, but in terms of, hey, you might want to take a look at this because it it may not even be that you are suffering from quote-unquote intimacy issues. It may be that this is a trauma that you experienced in your childhood and you're reacting to it in this way. So mm-hmm. you're now, this is the result of what happened.
0: Right. Yeah. So. It does stand to reason that within this topic, there are a lot of preconceived ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And so, What did you do? Maybe, can you share a a technique that you utilized in order to, because I'm guessing that trying to convince others the validity of the work that you do might be people within your, your circle of influence, right? Maybe family members, friends, that kind of thing. Is that true? Or.
1: (laughs) So it's, it's kind of funny. Um, Like a lot of my family, like they know what I do. (laughs) and the um the more videos they actually watched of me talking about different just different topics that that I coach on the more they they really understood like oh okay this is this isn't what I thought it would be Mm -hmm.
0: right and and so education and just sharing basically more of your your perspective it sounds like is how you've been able to um and we don't want to say convince, but just bring people into clarity around the work that you do. And that's so mm-hmm. important for entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, especially because it's frequently an island, right? That we're, we're on <laughs> We're like, does anybody understand me? You know? Yeah. And it's this yeah. scenario of trying to um, fully convey the value of your work in a way that has... People saying oh my gosh that is amazing Monica you are brilliant at that Mm -hmm. and I know somebody who can really benefit from working with you you know that's the ideal that's what we're we're striving for is that clarity around the value so yeah yeah oh sorry oh go ahead
1: (laughs) oh yeah I ended up actually um to kind of expand upon that a little bit I ended up working on ways of connecting with my audience in a way where I talk about the topics that I found the most engagement with. And honestly, it surprised me how much people want to actually know about their periods and how to cycle sync. And and that's the topic that people really wanted to learn more about. And I was able to actually gain a client like that because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't realize how that was actually connected to uh, sexual health or even connected to intimacy and, the, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's finding that topic that connects with your audience or uh, that
0: can really help with misconceptions and things like that. Right. Yeah. Just that whole education around, like you said, the the root cause, linking things together that people not, don't normally think one is related to the other. So, and obviously you're an expert at helping people to gain, you know, it sounds like women mainly, but maybe partners or couples as well to gain more confidence yes. in themselves through better understanding their own sensuality and intimacy. But mm-hmm. I I'm curious, how do you feel about the Sales and marketing part of being in <laughs> business. Now, it sounds really disjunct, but uh it might feel like a very different skill set. But do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a very successful business?
1: Oh yes. And <laughs> it's because I don't have a clone of me. <laughs> Darn,
0: I haven't found uh, that either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I find that because I still have my nine to five and I'm still still um, creating the content and I have to um, cut the content and edit the content and do all the things post the content Mm -hmm. like it can become a a little overwhelming um, trying to juggle all of this (laughs) at the same time
0: oh my goodness absolutely creativity is something that doesn't just instantly happen okay I've got 10 minutes let me just write this whole video and publish it.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Like it's so yeah. I commend all content creators. I commend you
0: all. <laughs> yeah. That being the queen of content is not necessarily a great title because that uh, can be a full-time job right there. So, yes, uh, and you're definitely not alone in trying to juggle efficiencies with creativity. And the overall goal is, to create awareness, right, around your expertise and the powerful work that you do. So you're definitely not alone in that. I'd be happy to provide you with some insights that might support you if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, first off, as you brought up, time. Time is the important limiter. And so, but we still want to deliver value. And so the things that really allow us or support us to do that is leveraging our time through automation and allowing us to share knowledge, wisdom, context, things that provide value in ways that aren't necessarily linked to you sitting down in front of a microphone or a video camera and creating a a live, you know, a Facebook live or, or YouTube video or something. There's a lot of value that can still be gleaned and serve you because let's face it, content creation is marketing. Mm -hmm. Marketing is all about creating awareness of the value of your coaching, not sharing great content that people are going to just grab and go and, you know, okay, great. I'm going to do these things. And thank you so much, Monica. Yeah. It's really linked to creating the value and awareness around how you individually, personally, as a coach are able to support them to gain some bigger transformation. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's really the essence. And sometimes that's been confused. Content creation is not just about creating like your stake in the ground in the online world. And so when we're more intentional about creating a series of easy steps or a pathway, like I like to call it, for your potential client to go from curious to client, and it's done in a way that is still providing tremendous value, but also brings in the value of your unique perspectives. It, it can be really um, leveraged through downloads, through a checklist, through a quiz even, and then followed after that with a series of, of emails. All of this is automated. So you spent a chunk of creativity And then it's done. And your follow-up sequence is really geared towards how you can best serve them, which is having a conversation to see if they can really benefit with working together with you at a deeper level. Because that's really, in essence, otherwise we're just (laughs) Google's favorite or Facebook's favorite hero content creation, we're content contributors instead of actually really profoundly serving our ideal clients. So when I say automation, a lot of people think, Ooh, that's, you know, uh, that's going to blow up their inbox and people hate that. Well, no, not if you're aligned with really what does solve their top of mind challenges. And you're providing that value and a clear next step for them in order for you to serve them at a deeper level. So does this make sense? Yes, yes, it makes a lot yeah. of
1: sense.
0: And it, you know, uh, because your time is so valuable. So that's that's the main point I'm I'm wanting to land for you is the value of, of leveraging your your content through things that don't require you to sit in front of a microphone or a video camera four hours a week, right? It allows you to really screen attract and qualify your potential clients so yeah hopefully that provides you with a little bit of a paradigm shift in terms of how to really bring value as well as providing people with that clear runway to receiving that deeper knowledge and that intuitive support that you can provide so and you know when we talk about growing your business and and really facilitating those you know life-changing transformations for people in an increasing number of ways, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts about artificial intelligence. Now, the reason is, you know, AI is becoming that go-to resource more and more. You know, mainly because of the wealth of personalized how-to information that that it can deliver. And you know, but in my mind, when it comes to that that deeper inner work and you know, kind of peeling back the layers and really getting to the individual essence, or like you said, the root cause Mm -hmm. and those individual nuances, you know, that's when I feel there are significant limitations with what AI can do. You know, like for instance, when I support coaches to authentically, you know, communicate their value, um, it's impossible for AI to infuse each individual coach's unique intuitive abilities and perspectives into their you know, sales and marketing copy because that, that could have been one answer I gave you. Oh, Monica, just have ChatGPT generate all your content. It's easy. Nice. It just spits it out in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. True, but is it really you? No. And all it's doing is training your your people, your potential clients to just be information junkies versus transformation seekers. So right. from your perspective... <laughs> As uh an intimacy and sensuality coach, is AI becoming a valid answer to people who are wanting to gain more intimacy and and a deeper connection with, with who they truly are and you know create that lasting kind of shift in their life? So flat ans- flat answer is no. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, no. All right. Um, Somehow I had a um, feeling that would be your flat answer. <laughs> right. But right.
1: Uh, on. uh, it's one of those things that I, I too use chat GPT sometimes if I am looking for a different way to say something or, or just get an idea okay. and then I make it my own. Right. Right. But yeah. I think when you're, when you are somebody that's a coach or, or anybody that's even a teacher, right you have to have a level of intuitiveness about your subject matter that unless you have that you can't just go to chat chat gpt or any ai technology and and get a self care plan or mm. a um personalized uh questions about something that may have happened in your life unless you know for a fact that that's your root cause but I, I like to, to say it like this. If you don't know what the right question to ask is for yourself, then AI is definitely not the route to go. Now, if you do know the right questions to ask, go ahead, use AI. But I guarantee you it's not gonna, they're not, it's not gonna empathize with you. It's right. not going to uh be a lending ear for you, where you just want somebody to listen and understand where you're coming from it's not going to do that
0: yeah all right exactly i mean like case in point when you were talking about your journey you know after that five-year breakup feeling lost wanting to find yourself again feeling disconnected how are you going to get a response from chat gpt that's really on point you know you're going to get a response right you know all these are steps you can do and then you can get busy in doing that but but the real essence of what's going on below that surface is your zone of genius and how you can really you know listen through and find that um, you know those those tailored or the personalized next steps to to take so well i you know i'm kind of sitting on the edge of my seat here how do you work with people who want to to finally enjoy that deeper connection that clarity with who they really are that have that intimacy with themselves that deeper understanding so that they're able to create a purposeful life can you share just a few more details about your your philosophy or your approach yes yeah, so what i
1: what i do is i get to know you um i send you a questionnaire you fill it out and what I'll do is I'll personalize each session once if if it's a once one thing I'll personalize each session for you and I'll ask you I will say hey do you want to do movement today or do you want to talk today I always start with that or I will say like which one do you want to do first because movement for me is very important if you're not moving your body you're being stuck and you're being stagnant and we don't want that so we have to make sure that our physical body is good. But also, too, if I if you know for a fact that you you uh, have had a very rough day and all you all you really want to do is just focus on uh, this, the topic that we we discuss. Um, so, for instance, it could be sci- learning about cycle syncing that day, just learning about the phases of your cycle, something like that. We'll talk about that first. Maybe we'll do a couple of hip circles and maybe some stretching, um, some yoga poses, something like that, something like. But I try to make sure that my sessions are ones that you are getting a very um, well-rounded well-rounded routines where you can take back and you can go back and and answer the journal prompts later. But if you start moving your body, like you can incorporate that into your day-to-day lives. Like I give you I give you things that you can do <laughs> that, right, right. that makes sense. So
0: where you're at, it sounds like based on where they're at with their current state, right? It sounds like mm-hmm. instead of just, okay, here's what we do next, you really tap into what, where they're at right now in that mm-hmm. moment. And that becomes the platform. Yes. But if you just so happen to catch me doing in-person
1: events, I'm starting that, those back up again. Mm-hmm. Um like, that's also what we focus on. Like, we really focus on really having those deep discussions. Because when I start going, Wendy, I promise you, <laughs> it's like, I had, I did one event, and it was, so, I was supposed to be there for one hour. I was there for three. Oh because my wow. the Wow. The, the group was so engaged
0: in what right. we were talking about. They wanted more, more, and, more, Monica, Monica, yeah. this is awesome. This is amazing. And- yeah. You know you have you have really a a, a very fresh perspective on uh, like i mentioned earlier a holistic mm-hmm. approach but yet it it's it's not it's it's very unique it's yeah i love mm-hmm. the the different um you know kind of facets of the work that you do so well so how can listeners learn more about you and this great work you're doing and and maybe keep up on those workshops and and check in next time you're doing one of those
1: yes for sure so if y'all can follow me on instagram and tiktok at twisted underscore intimacy you will see my face all up and down my page (laughs) and i i give uh free tips and and just my perspective on different things. Um, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Somebody told me to do my own podcast, but there you go. Um, yeah. Right. And then, uh, if you wanted to book something with me, uh, twisted, twisted uh, that's my website. And i also have a Facebook page as well. Um, if you look at twisted intimacy and yeah, it's y- y'all can follow me on all those platforms and I, right. I'll get, get
0: everybody updated with workshops, events, and and things of that nature. Fantastic. All right. So that's twistedintimacy.com is your website. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like you show up on a regular basis on Instagram and TikTok. So uh, Mm -hmm. I'll put those links in the show notes for our listeners. So fantastic. Well, Monica, You have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation. But if if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business alongside working a nine to to five job, right? What's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to even start their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Ooh.
1: That's a deep one right there. I I would (laughs) say, know why you are starting your business. Mm. And if this is something that is your passion or is it your purpose? I, I talk about this a lot, but when something is your passion, it may be fun. But if you get, let's say you sell a product. And you get a thousand orders and you don't want to do this anymore. That's just a passion project. Put that down um, there. You have a purpose out there. Right. If something is your purpose, I wholeheartedly believe that even on your worst day, you have all of the energy in the world. And honestly, nobody would ever know that it that's the worst day you have had that's how you know something is your purpose. Like it gives you life. It makes you feel good. Even if you're not getting paid to do something, as long as you can talk about it, you're good. Mm-hmm. I would think of it like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, that's powerful. Just to have that clarity around the difference because a lot of people think, well, I'm excited about it. I love this. Da-da-da-da-da. But what you're saying is, well, that, that might come with ebbs and flows and you lose your sense of, direction or you feel burnt out or something like that versus if it really is something that's linked to your purpose, then that's when you have that that inner strength to survive all those ups and downs, right? When you chuckled mm-hmm. and said, you know, I just, well, so... Have you had any challenges to overcome? You literally just started laughing like, oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like every day I got challenges, but that doesn't matter because I know I have a purpose and I'm yeah. fired up about it. So, yeah, I love that kind of gives me goosebumps just to think about <laughs> the, the deeper sense of your conviction. So, I, yeah. uh, you know, and and, you know, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from, you know, that awful moment when you found yourself in a breakup with a five-year relationship where you thought probably there was a lot of time ahead of you with this person and instead over game over in this free-falling state that you found yourself in and feeling lost just wanting to find yourself again knowing that there has to be some firm footing here that I can land on and get a hold of again and who am I Why am I, and all these deep questions you started asking led you along the journey to yoga, Reiki, and the epiphany, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. That led you into this impactful work you're now doing as an intimacy and sensuality coach. We are a certified sexual health professional Mm -hmm. and certified level two Reiki healer. Uh, Mm -hmm. as well as several certifications in central body movement, where you're helping people gain a complete connection, a deeper connection with their own sense of who they are, right? Through their intimacy, love, and sensuality. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me again. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Monica Monk, Through her website, twistedintimacy.com, and sounds like following her on Instagram and TikTok are really where you're going to learn the most. Uh, So look in the show notes for those links. And for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high-paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassion-based selling where you've fully supported your potential clients decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at predictablesalesresults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Monica Monk. And as always, here's to your success.